is a Woodside Church podcast. Now for the game. It's like a quiz. Everybody is going to participate. What I want you to do is for the game, you're going to use the back of the paper that you have, not the arrow, back of the paper, and write one to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six. Basically, there's a quiz, and you're going to be asked ten questions, and uh, um, I want you to write the answers for them. And at the end, we are going to, um, what to say, uh, see who's, who's, who's getting the most answers correct. All right? I have a special volunteer to help me who's very famous. It's Johannan. Let's welcome Johannan. Yay! <laughs> Johannan is my timer. He's going to help. Each question carries 15 seconds. And when I say start, he's going to start it off. At the end of 15 seconds, he's going to say it's all up. And then... Shano, if you make sure the screen blacks out, and then, then we will give you an answer. The, the, the quiz is going to be so visual-based, so it's, the question will come up there. Basically, you know, the, the principle is the odd one out. Yeah, you have a group of things, and you find the odd one out. But this is not based on the odd one out. This is like one of them is different to the other. Okay? One of them is special. One of them is different to the other. You are going to find out which one is different from the others, which stands out, okay? Is that okay? Perfect. So, oh, I'm thinking the first question is going to be pretty much easier, but yeah, it's always, it always helps to start off with an easy one, isn't it? Uh, but you might be smart enough. I found it hard, but you might be smart enough. Let's go for the first question. That's it. Which stands different from others? And uh, your time starts now. Thank you, thank you, that really helps. Some people are fighting. Some people are thinking, I've always seen them on the plate. Time's up, time's up, time's up, blackout. All right, okay. Um, What do you think? Oh, yes, Elise. The chicken? Why chicken? Why chicken? Why chicken? Excellent. Give him a big hand. Well done, Elise. Whoever got chicken got the right answer, so you can mark a tick. You can score one for yourself. Well done. Chicken is the answer. One is you could say it's a bird. All the others are, you know, uh, uh, you know four-legged animals, and there's a two-legged one. That's good. Do you get it? Do you get the hang of it? Yeah? Simple, easy. How many of you got that right? All of you. Wow. Elise, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You have so many people in competition with you. You need to be that, okay? Let's go for it. Now, it gets, it gets trickier. It gets trickier, all right? Okay, the second question. Which one is different from the others? Your time starts now. Sorry, I forgot to say that. You get extra time. Johanna is thinking, oh, thank God, he called me for timing. (laughs) Right. Time up. Time up. What do you think the answer is? Pardon? 
Right, okay, the answer will go up on the screen now. Whoever got F as the answer, yes, Sarah, well done. The reason is, if you dissect it vertically, you need to get a symmetric mirror image. All the other shapes, when you dissect it in the middle, I told you it's getting complicated. I told you it's getting tricky, right? So F was the answer. Right, third question. Your, which one is different from the others? Your time starts now. Oh, oh, there are discussing, there are group answers there. It's okay, it's okay, you can do that. Do, oh yeah, somebody said oh yeah, it just struck, you know? The penny drops. Time up, time up. Which one do you think? B. B? Why? Ah, perfect. Well done. Good observation. That is right. The B, um, I don't know what it is, Handy Manny, is it? Is that? Uh, but it? Bob the Builder. Ah, oh, well done, Johanna. You, yeah, you get bonus points. Right. Um, so yeah, he's wearing a watch. Well done. Good observation. The fourth question. Your time starts now. Can you see what it is? It's a carrot, tomato, courgette, lady's finger, as we call it. That's aubergine. That's onions. Think, 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 guys. Oh, time up. Time up. Right. Any guesses? B. Why? Excellent. Wow. It was B, tomato, because all the rest were vegetables, but tomato is a fruit. Guess what? I didn't know this for a very long time. I thought that's going to be really a shock to all of you. Indeed, it was a shock to me. All of you know. Well done. Well done. I'm so pleased. Great. Okay, the next question. The question is on the boat. Your time starts now. No pointing fingers. George, he's teaching someone. <laughs> there you go. One more second. Time up. Time up. Right. Can you find the mistake? What was it? Pardon? Number five. Wow. No. <laughs> yes, Krishna. Pardon? Excellent. Josh also found out. There were two, if you notice, yeah, I'll put the answer up now. There were two thirds in the sentence. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was tricky. Look at that. Can you find the mistake? How often we just quickly whisk through and we miss the error. Okay, good. You can mark yourself with a point if, you, if you've got that right. Next question. Right. There is an error in this image. Can you find the error? I'm sorry, it's not bright enough. But yeah, the time starts now. Look carefully. Oh, thank you. Again. Wow. Time is up. 
Can you spot the mistake on the image? Did you? Were you able to? I'm not sure if you are. Yeah. Very good. It was a laptop, actually. It was a, oh, that was pointed. Yeah, the answer up there. If you've seen, all the dates are August 18, August 18, and it goes on. But the date on the laptop was 2017. That's the one that was different. But you can't see it. Yeah. Bless. I'm sorry. Um, it was so clear on my laptop screen when I saw that. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. Right. In this question, this is again a tricky one. Can you find the dog in the picture? Look carefully. Can you find the dog in the picture? Your time starts now. Dog. Dog, dog. Dog in the picture. No, dog. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Time up, time up. Oh, I thought I was clear. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joyce. <laughs> right. Can you find the dog? Yeah? Coyote, yes, you're right. On the sand, yeah, you put that. Do you see no dogs allowed? Did you see that picture? No dogs. See, you need to be very careful. I told you it's getting trickier. <laughs> well done. Okay, good. If you have got that right, KOD, definitely you can put a one. I think you played this game before. <laughs> Cheating. No, it's not. No, you're very clever. Well done. Okay, next one. Next question. Ah, this is a good one. Our time starts now. Which is different the other? Uh, did I ask you to say, man? Time up. Right, any guess? A. Why? Because they didn't have. Right, okay. Sorry, not the right answer. B. D. Why? Triangle. Sorry, not the right. E. Come on, go for all the options now. Now, okay, I'm going to put the, the answer. It's B. Why? <laughs> I love that. That's it. Why? I'll tell you why. It's very interesting. A is different to others because it does not have a border. C is different to others because it's smaller the size than all the others. D is different to others because it's, got a, it's a different shape overall. E is different to others because it's a different color to overall. But B, being not different to all the others, is the odd one out. Do you get it? It, it? it is not unique from, it doesn't have a unique character other than all the other shapes or options given there. All the others have something unique. <laughs> you see? I'm smart, eh? I didn't know that either. <laughs> right, cool. Um, good one. If you've got that right, you can put one or put a. No. Yeah. Right, the next question. Ah, this is what I was saying. <laughs> right, okay. Now, if you can recognize these wonderful people, they are our community group leaders, 
Okay? The question is not who looks beautiful, because all of them looks beautiful. It's not about who's got a serving heart, because all of them have an amazing serving heart. But think carefully, there's a difference in a pattern of this community group. I don't know whether you'll recognize it, but good. Your time starts now. You can think. If you haven't joined a community group, these are the people you need to go and see, talk to them, and find out. And then you might get the answer right. Time up, time up. Blackout, time up. Yes. Uh, what is the option? D, why? They are coaching as well? Uh, well, no, I didn't put on that basis, sorry. But, but good, good, good points. Yes, Elise? C. C. Pardon? Oh, C, there were four in that group. Oh, wow. Well done. Okay, actually, I'm going to put the answer up there, but I'll tell you. It is C. It's Shilpi Chechi, uh, Santosheta, Shini Chechi, and Vinocheta. The reason is. If you check the pattern, they are the only group that meets on a Friday. All the other groups meet on a Wednesday. Come on, guy. Come on, guys. That is a different. They meet on a Friday. All the other groups, they meet on a Wednesday. Clever, eh? Okay. <laughs> right. The, the last question. Okay, you can look at the pictures, and your time starts now. Look carefully. It's a kind of a memory test. Time up. Time up. Time up. Yeah, you can block her. Right. What do you think is the answer? F. F. Who said F? Yes, Coyote. Why F? Pardon? Sorry? Only one with a name. Okay. Okay. Good thinking. Yes, Elise. Oh, A is the only one which says God. Okay. Good thinking. But the answer is, I'm going to put the answer on. It's D. The fruit of the Spirit. If you have been regularly listening to the preachers happening in Woodside, all of them are series that, has, that we have gone through. God first. We did a series on God first. We did a series of Through the Eyes Off. You know, uh, uh, this was the Easter Good Friday series. We did a series on My Hero. Each of them did one hero. We did a series on Fan the Flame. This was through COVID online. Okay, yes. Um, uh, uh, the, the Nehemiah, we just recently did the series Nehemiah, A Time to Rebuild. Fruit of the Spirit is just a picture I got from the internet. It's not a series that we haven't probably haven't gone through yet. Do you get that? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to all the preachers, guys. It's very encouraging. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> right. Now, now for school. Can we give a big hand to Johanna, please? Thank you, thank you. Okay, now, is there anyone who's got 10 out of 10? 
No. Okay, anybody in nine? Who? Jared? You got... Yeah, that's, that's what you get, mate. No. Anybody, nine on ten? Jared, come on, Jared. <laughs> yeah, that's it, come on, Jared. Eight on ten? Oh, you got eight on ten, brilliant. Oh. Three sitting together, getting eight on ten. Does it say something? <laughs> no, well done. You got eight on ten. Oh, which of the two that you got wrong? Two and eight. Oh, wow. Brilliant, brilliant. Right, can we give a big hand to the, the winners? Very attentive, very smart, very clever. Thank God for you guys. God bless you. We want to give you a gift. In order to give you a gift, today we are opening up the shutter there, and we're going to give tea and coffee, and we're going to serve you them. Yeah, make sure the first tea and coffee goes to them. Oh, you're not allowed to drink tea and coffee. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Right. <laughs> but well done. Well done. It's, it's Esme, Molly, and Jessica, right? Perfect. Well done. Good. Right. Thank you, guys. Did you, did you enjoy the game? Right. Okay. Um, well, Oli um, had planned some more with that, but yeah, next time probably when he does, we'll do. Um, as the game said, you know, there is something different in every picture, something that stands out. Something that you can spot it out differently. Okay? The, the topic that we're going to look today is honorable living. Honorable living from First Peter, instruction given by um, Peter to the church. I'm going to read a few verses there and then move on, on to that. First Peter 2, verses 11 and 12. Dear friends... I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly. Listen to this carefully, okay? Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God. When he judges the world. Wow. Wow. Can I ask the, the, the next slide to go on? Do you stand out in the crowd? Do you stand out in your class, in your school? Do you stand out in your workplace? Do you stand out in your neighborhood? Do you stand out in your family? People may say, yes, I do. But for what reasons? But for what reasons? When I was young, like, uh, uh, you know, like Jessica, Esme, and Molly, and all, I was known for different reasons. I stood out, but definitely not for good reasons. Do you stand out in the crowd? Here, Peter is encouraging the church, guys, this is what God wants and expects each and every one of us to be like, to stand out because of our honorable living. We have a responsibility over us for us to live up to our calling where we live honorable lives in such a way that even people in the community, even people who does not know God, even people who do not believe will see, wow, there is something different 
in this person. Wow, look at the way they live. Look at the way they act. Look at the way they speak. Look at the way they help, they love, they forgive, what not. It can keep going on, the list goes on. And this is how Peter's saying people should look at each one of us and say, we stand out, right? Why should we live honorable lives? Why should we live such a life? Oh, wow, okay, this is a great expectation for me. Why should we do that? The Bible verse, again, you know, when we look at the verses, we get that, oh, that's the, the Greek word for uh, the honorable living, the word that's used, ekalon. You can say kalon, kalon, I'm, I'm not sure of the pronunciation, but this is what it means, to behave properly, beautiful, but chiefly good, that is valuable or virtuous. Valuable or virtuous. Because we represent a God, we are called to live an honorable life, a beautiful a life where, where, where we behave properly in front of people, in front of God. Right, there is a significant value in honorable living in the context of kingdom. The reason is we represent God. We represent his children, the group of his children. We represent the church. We represent his kingdom. Lives being changed by God. Lives being transformed by God. We are called to live on an honorable living. Sometimes there may be a sacrifice involved in it. It's not easy. Peter never said it's going to be, oh, come on, man. You can whisk it through. Easy. No, it's not easy peasy. It's going to be hard. Sometimes there is sacrifice involved in it. Matthew 5, verses 14 to 16 says this. You are the light of the world, Jesus is saying to his followers. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights up a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to, air, light, uh, light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Now comes the question. Would people look at me and want to say, wow, I thank God for this man. I thank God for the way, oh, this must be definitely God. Does my deeds and does my actions shine out? I'll tell you a small story. Um, when I was in uni, well, thank God I was, uh, I was believing by then, uh, made a decision to follow Jesus, and I was in uni, I used to live with my friends, um, uh, sorry, spend a lot of time with my friends. I had a huge friend circle. Um, one of the, uh, after, you know, seven, I think maybe in third year or something like that, one of the times, uh, um, I, I, I was, while joking, yeah, while joking, um, uh, please do not follow this, okay? While joking, I just uh, uh, blurted out, like everyone else says, pain in the wrong side, Okay? I blurted it out, and I just, just for fun, some of them laughed, but one of my friends, he just kept, while we were all laughing, having nice fun, you know, joking around, and he, did, he just looked at me like that, shocked. He just looked at me like that, and I was like, oh, I, I noticed that, but I didn't, you know, the conversation carried on, we had a lovely time and all that together. I didn't realize why. Then 
after, while we were returning back by bus, we used to travel by bus, he sat down next to me, and he was still shocked. He says, look, Hudson, I never expected such a word from your mouth. I was like absolutely like thrown into fire there. I was like, what? What did I do? What did I do? It's like everybody says that. Everybody does that. You know what? Something that I didn't know that till that long. He said, Hudson, I used to be a person who used to speak. When I opened my mouth, it used to, bad words used to come like that. Swear words, bad words, just like that when I was in school. But when I became your friend, you didn't notice we are quite a few of people who always speak, you know, swear words. We speak bad words. But ever since you became our friend, we still had so much fun, enjoyed. But somehow we stopped using bad words at all. We thought without that, we can't have fun. But you showed a way. Well, even without that, you can have so much fun. It, it's so nice. And then we changed ourselves. And we were so proud and we are so proud that you are a friend. And you had made an impact on all of us. Have you ever seen us speak such a word? It's only because you were there. Even if we wanted to, when we are angry, because you were there, we would close our mouth. And today, you said such a word. That was a big shock. I never expected this from you. I was like, it was like, slap, 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 slap on my face. But... I did realize something. People are noticing. People are seeing. They may not say it to you, to your face. They might be laughing with all their friends, you know, making fun of you and all that. Yes, I was. Oh, wow. It, it was a tough time, I tell you. It was a tough time. I'm not saying it was so easy. No. I was so many times mocked, bullied, and all that. I'm not saying this for my praise, but I'm saying for the glory of God. Thank God. He gave us the wisdom to behave properly. Even small things make a huge impact in the lives of the people who are around you. Your family is noticing you. Your friends are noticing you. Your colleagues are noticing you. Your church member, your, your, your big you know, uh, family in the community, people are noticing you. You are impacting them one or the other way. So let us be very careful. Let us be very careful how we behave, all our actions, all our words, the way we, all, all our appearance and everything. We've got to be very, very careful. We are accountable to God. We are accountable to God. First Peter 2, 15, 17 says, It is God's will, it is God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. For you are free, yet you are God's slaves. So don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Respect everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and respect the king. It says we are slaves to God. We are free, but we are slaves to God. What does it mean? So we are, oh, like he's a master, whatever he does. No, no, no. What it, Peter is trying to say is we are accountable to God in everything that we do. Now that we are his children, our father, our coach, our lover, he looks at us. We are in a committed relationship with God. He looks at us with such joy and expectation, and he is transforming us every day. So we 
are accountable to God in everything. This is how he's saying honorable living. He unpacks it uh, a, a bit more. He says, respect everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and respect the king. We are called to respect rules and regulations. We are called to respect the values of others. Not just speak what I want to speak, what I think is right. No. We are called to put ourselves in the shoes of others and think and, and, and give value to them. Value for others' feelings. Values for others' opinions. We are called to respect everyone. Do we respect everyone? Kids, do you respect your parents? Sometimes you might feel, why are they being so, you know, all the time, don't do this, don't do that. Why? I don't like it. My son says, you know, sometimes he's just eight, my daughter is five. You ask anything, why, why wouldn't you do that? I don't like it. I don't like it. I want to do what I like. But I'm just so politely explaining to them, I know you don't like it. Sometimes we have to do things we don't like because we don't know what the consequence later will be. But we know it so well, and that is why we say. So even when we don't understand why, we are still called to respect others. How do we do this? I want to live an honorable life. How do we do this? You know what Peter very simply says? There's no other way we could do it but only by following the example of Jesus. Very simple. The solution to this, for us to live an honorable life, is to follow the example of Jesus. 1 Peter 2, 21. It says, For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example. Wow. Underline that in your Bible. He is your example example and you must follow in his steps he's not a god who's far off looking at just giving instructions you know oh you can do that you should do that no he was a god who came down in your likeness he went through all that you are going through now he's faced peer pressure he was bullied he was mocked he suffered he was beaten he was falsely accused. That's something that we can't stand, isn't it? I never did it. And why are you blaming me? I won't do this. You know, we get really frustrated, upset. He was falsely accused. And to that, he just stood, knowing the will of God. He just stood. He just stood there. Let us follow the example of Jesus. What it simply means is that. What it simply means is that. One or the other way, we are following some sort of example in our lives. Kids, without you knowing itself, you know why you dress like this? Do you know you, why you buy a brand new phone, a particular model you want? Do you know why? Because even without you knowing, there is an influence either from your surrounding or from an ad in a TV or looking at that, something impresses, oh, Everybody likes that person. Everybody is so, and, and, and they, are like, they are so good because they are dressing like this, because they are talking like this, because they are behaving like this, because they have got this. It must be this. It must be this. It must be this. Without your knowledge, we are trying to follow their example. Oh, let me also try this. And what happens when we try it? 
And people are on, hey, wow, that's new, that's good. And say, oh, yeah, true, right? You see, what happens, we change. What Peter is trying to say is, that's exactly what he wants us to do, but instead of the other person, he wants to replace that person with Jesus. Replace that person with Jesus. Get your inspiration from Jesus. Get your influence from Jesus. Look at Jesus all the time. Fix your eyes on Jesus. How would Jesus react? One of, uh, when I was youth like this, my youth pastor helped me with this. Oftentimes we have you know, questions like this. Are we allowed to do this? Does the Bible say, can we do this? Can we do this? Uh, 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 should we not do this? Why? How? It is not saying in the Bible and all that, you know, all sort of questions. He helped me, which was helpful for me, by saying this. He said, whatever you could do, holding the hands of Jesus. Imagine you're holding the hands of wherever you're going, whatever conversation you are in, whatever situation, you're holding the hands of Jesus, you know, and giving him a high five and involving in him in everything that you do. If you can do that without your conscious pricking, without saying, hmm, without feeling odd, go for it. But at any point, even the slightest, mm, should I be doing this? Jesus, would you be happy? Would you be happy being in this situation, being me taking you into this situation? I feel mm, probably it's better for you to stand up. Let me have fun for some time. If you have that kind of a feeling in doing something, yeah, avoid it. That has really helped me. That has really helped me. Can you take Jesus with you wherever you go, in whatever you do? And that is good. Right. Jesus is accountable to God the Father in everything. Why do we follow the example of Jesus? Because he was accountable, though he was God, though he had absolute freedom, he had absolute, he's amazing, right? But he acted, or, or in everything, he was so accountable to the Father. Because he cannot be accountable to anyone else because someone who is equal to him in every way is God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. So he is accountable to God, the Godhead. Two things. Jesus was accountable in all of his actions. Jesus was accountable in all of his reactions. Okay? Every time, all the moment, what we are doing actually is either we are acting, initiating something that is acting, or we are reacting. We are responding to something that we get from outside. Jesus was so responsible. Jesus was so accountable to God. He was so perfect in all of his actions, whatever he initiated. And he was so, what to say, pure and, and lived an honorable life in all of his reaction. When things came against him, he responded in the right way. First Peter 2, 2 says... 2.22 says, he never sinned or deceived anyone, his actions. First, the next verse, 2.23 says, he did not retaliate nor threaten revenge. When he was being, what to say, beaten up, falsely accused, he did not retaliate nor threaten revenge, his reaction. You see, in all his action and his reaction, he set a great example to us by being so accountable to God the Father, very careful. We are called to be accountable to God in all our actions and reactions. Are we accountable to God? Can I suggest something, a practical thing in, in life, something that I learned as well? Do you have a friend 
to whom you can be really accountable to in everything that you do. Be open and honest. I've done something wrong. I've done something right. Can you be open and honest? Do you have an honorable, uh, sorry, uh, no, yeah, honorable, obviously, an accountable friend to you? This friend, you, when you choose, must be a bit more mature than you, much more, you know, who's, who's uh, what to say, who can, who can really guide you. It should not be someone, otherwise what happens is both of us struggle. You see, it should be someone uh, uh, more mature than us. If it's boys, let me tell you, go for boys and men. If it's girls or women, go for an accountable person who is a woman or a girl. Find a good friend whom you can, a trustworthy friend who will not go and share your things with others, but pray with you, help you, support you, guide you, lead you through God will help you. There was few others that day was asking me about mentorship. I want someone came after the service and said, I want to be mentored by someone. Can you help me? And we, we, we directed to the right person and they're having a lovely time together. Do you have an accountable friend? Most of the time, uh, we are failing because we don't have an accountable friend. Jesus is an accountable friend. And it is good to have someone from the church, a believer who is more mature than us, whom we can be accountable to. 1 Peter 2.25 says, Once you were like sheep who wandered away. This was our story. But now you have turned to your shepherd, the guardian of your soul. And the shepherd is whom, to whom we are accountable to. Do you understand? Now we have a shepherd. We were roaming around doing all that we liked, you know, in, in our own ways. But now we are accountable to a shepherd. We are called to listen to the voice of the shepherd and act and react in a way that is accountable to him. Right? I'm going to put some of the examples of Jesus um, here, his actions and his reaction on the screen. If you can put all the, the, everything there, please. Um, the example of Jesus, actions and reactions. Yes. These are some of the actions of Jesus. And the, these are some of the reactions of Jesus. And this is how he set an example to all of us. He glorified the Father in all of his actions. He lived a very disciplined life. His prayer life was disciplined. His time with God was disciplined. His he was called the friend of sinners. He was with sinners. He was with, you know, people. But he still knew his limit and he led a very disciplined life. He was true to his word. His yes was yes and his no was no. Something which most of us struggle. Don't we? We struggle with that, isn't it? Being true to our word. People should think of us and say, oh, if they say it, they'll definitely do it. I know them. I know them. Oh, it's like, oh, when you say, you shouldn't be like, oh, they always say so much stuff. They just, you know, talk. Is that the reputation I have? He was very humble. He washed the feet of his disciples. He showed us how to be um, humble. He was a servant leader. He was on time. Wow, that hit me hard. He was on time. He was never late. That is so important as children of God for us to be as well. He had a servant heart. He cared for the poor and needy. Do we have a compassionate heart? His reactions. 
He was merciful and forgiving when people make mistakes and come against, you know, do all sort of things. He was merciful and forgiving rather than, how could you do that? That's bad. You hurt me. You did this to me. That's not acceptable at all. No, he was, I understand. I understand. I will show mercy to you. I will forgive you. Are we forgiving? He challenged social evil. When he saw something bad in the society happening in the community, he challenged it. He never complained. Wow. His reaction to things that was happening around him. He never complained. How many of us, you know, most of the time we complain all the time. I complain all the time. Oh, this is not right. Oh, that's not good. This is not I don't have this. I don't have that. What not? If only I had that. If only this happened to me. But Jesus never complained. He lived a very satisfying life. He was very empathetic and sympathetic. He stood his ground against temptation. He responded to temptation this way. He overcome temptation. He stood his ground. He was firm. How is our actions and our reactions? Is Jesus our example that we follow? We're going to do an activity now. That's what the paper was given now. We're going to I'm going to leave this screen on, and the paper, you see the arrow in there? It says, he's your example, and you must follow in his steps. We're going to play a song at the background. This is your time, okay? Don't, you don't have to um, see the other person next to you, sitting next to you, but just your time. Spend some time, a couple of minutes, just focusing on God. You might think these are just few pointers, but there might be other things as well. You can analyze and reflect on your own actions and your reactions, how you are affecting the world around you. Do you stand out? And you can think about it, and you can write what you really want to follow, Jesus. What do you really, oh, I'm really struggling with that. I'm okay with that, but that I'm really struggling. Lord, Jesus, help me to follow this thing in you. Come here. A couple of minutes. The kids are coming in. Don't worry, as they come in as well, they will join in. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow
says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of wit- There's a verse in the Bible which says, Without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. All that you've written, it's a prayer that you've written to God. Lord, I want to follow. You don't have to show it to anyone. You can fold it, keep it. Or if you want to, if you want to tear the paper completely and then put it in the bin when you go out, absolutely feel free. But it's just for us to say, Jesus, I want to follow you. Jesus, I want to follow you. Guys, let's follow Jesus. Let's follow his footsteps. And our lives turns out to be a very honorable life, making the right impact in the community around us. One person said this, you may be the only Bible that people get to read. You may be the only Bible that people get to read. And then he puts a question, are you a good version? Are you a good version? Let our honorable lives bring glory to God when we follow Jesus in his footsteps, and in, in all of our actions, in all of our reactions. Shall we close our eyes? I don't know what you've written on the paper, but God knows. He sees. He knows where you he need help. Even before you say that, he knows that so well. He's stretching out his helping, willing hand to do it along with you, to help you follow him and to, and to live a life that stands out that makes an impact you are the bible which some people get to read are you a good version father we commit ourselves into your hands jesus what can we do without you lord we need you we need you holy spirit Thank you for the lovely worship song that we sang at the end. Lord, help us to be aware of your presence in our life. All the time, constantly, 24-7, presence, your presence in our life. Help us to be aware and to be accountable in all of our actions and reactions that we make the right impact in the society that it would bring glory to you, Lord. We submit ourselves. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.